0: Hey, everybody. I'm um, here um, again with uh, Madeline Nash, who works at University County Services. I'm Laith, by the way, and we are uh, fortunately graced uh, by not only the presence of Madeline, but the non-presence of Brian. So that's good. Um, and this is the second part of, um, of our podcast spiel today. And if you uh, listen to the last one, it was mainly about getting to know Madeline and um, exactly why she's cooler than Brian. And now the second part, yeah, right, awesome. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you know. Uh, So now the second part, I'm really tearing him up today. I don't even know why. (laughs) The second part, because he's
1: in here. That's That's
0: true. That is true. He. I'm gonna somehow end up uh, 10 hours short this semester and not <laughs> get my money so I don't know how that's going to happen uh, okay so um, the next part is going to focus more on alcohol and more specifically alcohol awareness week which is coming up when Madeline?
1: April 20th which kind of cracks me up that it starts on 420 but it yeah. does that's the date we pick it's a Monday this year
0: awesome <laughs> yeah so never mind uh, I know
1: um, so we're working okay. the students with sensible drug policy I'm trying to see if they want to help us out with really? just some events on 420 cool. Cool. I've suggested they provide brownies. They, I'm not sure that they're going to go with that.
0: <laughs> well, certainly not the brownies yeah. you're looking for. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, um, so let's just dive right into it. Um, a lot of people, well, some people may already know this, but um, how do you know um, when alcohol is a problem, not only for yourself, um, but also maybe for those around you?
1: Sure. I think that can be, uh, there are a lot of statistics out there or... Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call them, like, quizzes, but uh, Mm -hmm. questions that you can ask yourself that are designed to help you figure out if you have an alcohol problem Mm -hmm. or concerns with alcohol. Um, And on Wednesday, that's not right, on Thursday of Alcohol Awareness Week, Mm -hmm. I will be in the hub uh, with the events happening from noon to 2. I think that's the right time. Some of the stuff is up in the air, so I might not be able to give some concrete. But (laughs) sometime between 11 and 2, I will be in the sub-hub providing alcohol uh, screenings so you'll get a chance to go through a screening and answer some questions i
0: didn't catch the screenings that's okay it's tricky (laughs) there's a little pause yeah
1: screenings not providing alcohol Ah, alcohol screenings Okay. (laughs) (laughs) so you'll be able to go through and answer some questions about your alcohol use and then um talk to me a a little bit more about whether or not it might be appropriate to seek some treatment or some help or if maybe these are just Typical college behaviors, and if you want to change them, we can talk a little more about how to do that. But I really think that's the key, is your alcohol consumption becomes a problem when you recognize you need to change it. When it's really affecting your life, when you're not Mm -hmm. going to class, when you're going to class hungover, when you're taking tests drunk. um, Then we're really looking at, well, yeah, it happens. (laughs) We're looking at some pretty serious concerns. Um, Those can be really serious concerns on paper without them being a personal problem for someone. Okay. So until that person decides that they want to change, no amount of help is going to force them to change.
0: Okay. You know? So w- one thing interesting you said is it's not a pro. Let me see if I got this correct sure. because this is sort of how it sounds. It's not a problem until they recognize it as a problem.
1: Uh, well. Yeah. I, I mean that kind of def- depends on your definition of problem. I guess I would say there. There's. Because there are
0: people who are alcoholics who. Who don't, don't recognize know it. it. And don't yes. recognize
1: it. Yeah. Or who at least deny it. Mm-hmm. I would say, uh, the ability to make changes is going to be really hard or challenging. It's going to be really hard to make changes or challenging until that person recognizes that they need to. Okay. Um so you certainly I would encourage people to express concern about a friend or express uh worry or ideas, thoughts that this friend might need to change to help that friend recognize mm-hmm. it sooner, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one thing that happens, though, when we try and approach a friend is that we tend to decide, well, they're going to change and then it's going to get better and that'll be it and don't necessarily plan for it. That friend might not really hear, want to hear what right. we have to say or might right. not like it or might not agree and then we get frustrated and want to take control over it and kind of babysit them or make sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. And that just wears us out. And so it doesn't really help the situation at all and we just end up more tired. Yeah. So some things that can be helpful would be to go to this friend and say, "You know, I've noticed that you can't afford to pay rent because you've spent so much money drinking."
0: Ouch, or, yeah. yeah,
1: I've noticed that you're out at the bars every night and it seems like you really aren't taking good care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Or I've noticed that when you're really drunk, you, you know, run around with no clothes on and then you seem really embarrassed because there are pictures of you on Facebook. What if we work on trying to stop that?
0: Wait a minute. Yeah. Are you This is the universal you, right? Yes, this is the
1: universal you. This is not, like, I'm not Facebook stalking you yet. Okay, that was close. I'm going to have to get those off there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Untag. But, oh, you got me. Uh, (laughs) But the idea that we approach that, we approach that friend with a very specific concern. Not uh, an accusatory, you need to quit drinking. Right, because that doesn't really help anyone. I mean...
0: And it, at that point, then it comes down to sort of, you know, judgmental and sort of mm-hmm. condescending when we start to tell people what they need to do. And I, it, it, sort of needs to be made clear that that's not, that's not really what, um, what it's all about. It's more, Uh-oh. it's more about helping, um, helping people recognize if they do have a problem. Yes. They may not, but if they do, um, that's what you guys are sort yes. of there for is to help them see exactly. that. Exactly. And okay. Alcohol
1: Awareness Week and all the prevention pro- programs that we set up are not designed to say that alcohol is bad. Mm-hmm. I'd be a big hypocrite if I said college students shouldn't drink at Truman. Right. Um, but more designed to focus on healthy drinking behaviors uh, and okay. safe drinking.
0: Okay. Um, okay. Um, what are some of those behaviors?
1: Um. Well, certainly planning on how you're going to get home is a huge one. Drink, right. dr- drunk driving and uh, you know even just drinking a whole lot and then trying to walk home sometimes isn't is the safest thing to do. <laughs> right. Even though Kirksville's a pretty walkable town. Um. Making sure that you're at a place where you're safe or you have mm-hmm. plans for the night to be mm-hmm. safe. It's okay to decide you don't want to come back to campus. But to just say my sole plan is that I won't come back to campus and then pass out on some random floor somewhere at the party yeah. is not necessarily a plan that's contributing to your safety. So making sure that if you're not going to come back to your dorm room or you're not going back to your house, that you have plans of where you're going to stay. Right. And you know that's a safe place to stay. Um usually making sure that you have a buddy that there's you know Mm -hmm. somebody who's aware that you are at this party and planning on leaving with them right um or that you're going to this bar and planning on leaving with them someone to just kind of keep you honest in a sense and make sure you follow through um because sometimes our the plans that we make at the beginning of the night are really great, and then we drink enough that we're like, oh, that was a crappy plan. I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so just someone who might say, no, 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 you made these plans because they were a good idea. Let's stick yeah. with them.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Um, And, you know, just general safety, like walking around in dark alleys is usually a poor choice. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> certainly calling a cab is a good choice. There are plenty of cab services in town. Most mm-hmm. of the bartenders know those numbers on purpose, so they can call mm-hmm. a cab. Um, and just monitoring your response to the alcohol, if it gets to the point where, you know, Certainly, if you have alcohol poisoning, you're not going to be coherent enough to need to no, call, call 911. No. Uh, but if you notice that a friend has, has passed out and their breathing is very slow or their skin is starting to look like a different color or they're vomiting but not waking up, yeah, those yeah. would be signs that you need to call 911. And that really is a point to say it's more important that this person be safe than that they not be in trouble. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It is
1: okay for that person to get in some trouble and be all right and go through those consequences if it means that they're okay. Right. If, you know, if they're dead or have some kind of permanent damage, those consequences are going to look pretty cake compared to that outcome. Yeah,
0: no kidding. Um, okay, um, so let's see. Um, how would I, if I thought um, a friend mm-hmm. uh, had a problem, how would I approach that with them? Like, how would I talk to them about it?
1: Sure. That would certainly be a time where you need to do a little bit of planning. Mm-hmm. To talk to them. Don't, you know, go up to them at the party and be like, dude, you have 15, you just stop all the time. Like, <laughs> that's not going to work. We need to set aside some time to try and talk to them. Um, and make, I, I always think the number one thing is to make sure that they know this is not something that changes your friendship mm-hmm. in any way. This is not, and I won't be friends with you if you don't quit drinking. Um, I won't hang out with you if you keep drinking this much. This is more about, I'm, I'm just really worried about you mm-hmm. because you're someone I care about. And I'm worried that this behavior doesn't seem safe. I think the other challenge when you're uh, confronting someone about this kind of behavior, any behavior change really, is to recognize that if this person doesn't want to change, it's not your job to really dig in your heels and be stubborn and force them to change. They're not three. So (laughs) it's okay for us to not force them to change. And Mm -hmm. to just say, you know, I'm worried that you're going to fall on your face and that this is going to fall apart and... You know, life might really suck for a while at some point in the future if you don't change this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it sounds like the best I can do is take care of myself well enough that I'm here to support you when that happens. Right. And then go ahead and follow through on that plan. Be ready to help them if and when they finally ask for help, if they're not ready to accept that help in that moment.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, so let's um, let's talk a little bit about uh, monitoring strategies. Like sure. how... Um, How do you know you've had enough or maybe too much? Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Again, I think that goes back to such a personal thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, a woman who's 90 pounds is going to be able to probably drink a lot less than a man who weighs around 300 pounds. Um, And so some of that is going to be a a very personal awareness Okay. There are some statistics out there about binge drinking and how much women and men should drink, and mm-hmm. based on such skewed averages, I tend to kind of just ignore them. Right. Um, But if you know for yourself that after seven drinks, mm-hmm. you are just really off the wall and don't like your behaviors and end up throwing up, right? then we know that probably six is right around your max. Okay. That doesn't mean you have to go for six every night, but that once you start getting past six or mm-hmm. seven, you've really started pushing it right um one of the best ways i like to talk to people about monitoring it is to just do something really simple like put so with that example put six rubber bands on one wrist mm-hmm. and every time you have a drink you can move them to the other wrist is the very safe and mundane way to do it or you can shoot it across the bar which i think is really fun yeah <laughs> yeah
0: it does sound like fun don't
1: take anyone's eye out but you know do whatever you want <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I shot the rubber band at my buddy and blinded him because yeah. Madeline Nash
1: told, like me, told to. me to
0: on the podcast. No. So I really can't be held responsible.
1: I would yell, "Everybody, cover your eyes!" and then shoot the rubber band. That's <laughs> there's my insurance right there.
0: Awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, or things like putting seven pennies in one pocket and moving them to another pocket, or mm-hmm. dropping them, or you know, putting them in tip jar with other tips. Don't be insulting with just pennies, but.
0: Right. Um,
1: <laughs> Just some easy ways to monitor yourself, or know that you can drink about $15 worth of alcohol, and Mm -hmm. take in $15 in cash and your ID, and that's it.
0: Okay. Obviously, it does
1: not work on $5 all you can drink, then you're going to have to have a different system. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think maybe they're making $7 all you can drink now or something. What? Crazy. I think it's going up.
0: That's a shame.
1: Which totally loses the drinking with Lincoln, which is a total shame because I love playing with words. Oh, that's
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've never even heard that. I'm, I'm 20, so I haven't really... I don't drink. Oh, so this
1: is a learning experience for you. I'm not
0: 21, so I don't drink. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, so that's a shame. Okay. Um, let's go, I guess, let's talk about Truman specifically a little sure. bit with the little bit of time that we have. Um, how big a problem uh, is alcohol on Truman's campus compared to... Um, X university sure. in the state of Missouri.
1: Uh, most of the statistics we have indicate that Truman students drink a little less mm-hmm. than other students okay. in uh, state schools. Uh, not necessarily enough for it to really make a huge difference. Right. Okay. But the drinking is a little less prevalent. Some of that may have to do with some of the statistics we look at are how drinking affects grades, and it seems like Truman students are really just able to keep their act together mm-hmm. no matter what's going on. And right. So our GPAs don't tend to drop okay. the way other schools might, um, but it, you know it's the game of statistics. They're all kind of lies, depending on how you present right. them. That's just right. what they you know, do.
0: It's all about the numbers. Yeah. Um, have there been any alcohol-related deaths on campus that you know of?
1: Not that I know of. Um, okay. There have been plenty of alcohol-related illnesses and some pretty silly behaviors related to right. alcohol, but as far as I know, no deaths, which is awesome
0: yeah that is awesome Let's give
1: a plug for not not dying because of alcohol <laughs> um,
0: uh, final question um this is sort of about i guess um, is there anything else you'd like to add about Truman State and drinking that you think the student population could benefit from knowing based on your oh. not only your experience here as a as a student but as a um, as a professional counselor.
1: Sure, I I think just being safe and being aware is really the most important okay. part. Um, things like jungle juice are certainly fun and exciting, and you know I'm. It's not realistic of me to say stop drinking it. Right. Um, but to certainly try and be aware of of what's in it or how much alcohol is right, in there. There's right. a big difference between drinking three cups of beer and three cups of jungle juice, which is you know who knows how much vodka and some Kool Aid. So yeah. they're just. Being aware of your response right. and what's going on right. in there is is pretty important. I think sometimes okay. we just forget. We say, "Oh, it's a cop, it's a cop." It, they're the same.
0: Right. Okay. Um, I guess let's let's finish by talking about Alcohol Awareness Week um, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so it starts on 4:20. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unforgettable. Yeah. It
1: lasts through the whole week.
0: Okay. Last the whole week. Um, you said there were screenings. Um, what mm-hmm. else can we expect to mm-hmm. uh, to find?
1: Uh, we will have some non-drinking games on the quad. Okay. which Should be pretty fun. We'll sure. have some information tables during the day. Mhm. Uh, Monday. Do you know where yet? Uh, they're gonna be. Oh, we're saying they're on the mall. They're in that kind of funny strip between the library. Uh, right. And the parking lot for McLean.
0: Oh, okay. So okay. on the brick sidewalk. Yeah. Right yeah. There. Okay.
1: Uh, just some really good information, some giveaways there. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call them prizes, but some pretty fun things. Cool. And then Monday through Thursday uh, from 5 to 6, or 5 to 7 in the mm-hmm. Hub, we'll be having uh, happy hour every night. Okay. So we'll have some mocktails, uh, some snacks. Cool. We're going to do... Uh, Mario Kart with the Fatal Vision goggles, a.k.a. Drunk Goggles, depending on... Oh, awesome. Yeah, which I'm pretty stoked about.
0: Yeah, I love Mario Kart. Uh,
1: We're going to have a trivia night, because I have Alcohol Jeopardy, which is, like... The Ooh. dorkiest love affair ever. No,
0: not at all. That's <laughs> it's awesome. It even got
1: Alex Trebek in it, which is That's totally it. awesome. Yeah.
0: That is cool.
1: Uh, we'll so we'll have trivia night with Alcohol Jeopardy. We'll have just kind of a sports bar night with mm-hmm. eSports. Sports. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have karaoke on Thursday, which I'm also pretty excited about. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, karaoke's good times.
1: And then Friday evening will be Lala Nobuza on the quad. Okay. So we will have. I love that name. I do too. Again, I love playing with words. Any kind of pun will just win me over. Uh,
0: <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> Never mind. Puns. <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you? Are you, are you Shakespeare here? What is that? There's nothing funnier than in Shakespeare's time than a pun. So I you know. sort of remind me of. I I
1: love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just born in the wrong century. Yeah. Um. So we'll have a uh, DJ out on the quad. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're working real hard to get a root beer keg. Ninety nine percent sure that's coming. Awesome. Again, mocktails and snacks. We are going to have a. Um, Bacchus, who is the Greek god of indulgence. Okay. Uh, Costume contest, which is pretty exciting. So pretty much togas, go for it. Essentially. Um, And then a Walk of Shame costume contest, which I'm also very excited about. So I expect to see all the women in their, like, umbros and high heels. Do people still wear umbros? Did I just totally date myself?
0: Uh, I think you did. People don't wear umbros anymore. Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't wear them either. I'm totally cool. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) Talk to me. I'm not wearing them now, even. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're going to have the Walk of Shame Contest, the Mm -hmm. Bacchus Costume Contest. Um, We're also working on getting some information out to all the organizations that if they come and Mm -hmm. show us, they have X number of members there, we will play their song, blast their song across the quad. Awesome. Which will be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And then we're going to have some giveaways and prizes at that event. Also, we're we're thinking cups and keychains will probably be the big prizes there Mm -hmm. uh, to go along with the root beer keg and... Mm-hmm. Just some safe drinking reminders that you can carry around on your keychain. so.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah, it should be pretty fun.
0: Awesome. All right. Get excited about that. Um, let's see. I don't think... Uh, do you have anything else to add? Uh, we'll wrap it up.
1: Uh, it'll be fun, and you should come. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And you can find more information at alcohol.truman.edu. What's that website again? Alcohol.truman.edu.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. And um, is there... Um, if I have a question about the podcast or anything like that, how can I reach you?
1: You can reach me at University Counseling Services. Uh, the on-campus number is seven eight five four zero one four. is our general office line. Or you can email me at Madeline dot at Truman edu.
0: Madeline at Truman edu. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, all right. Well, thanks a lot for being here with me, uh, Madeline. Uh, sure to appreciate it. And um, we uh, will look forward to um, Alcohol Awareness Week and see uh, what all kinds of cool things you guys are going to have planned. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Thanks everybody for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.